This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Today on the program, it's a world owned by Nintendo. We're talking about The Wizard. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to Nintendo! our fun program. Oh my Bye god. Nintendo. Look at this. Power. Look at, look Nintendo at this. Power. Nintendo's just taking over the fucking intro to the show. We're playing a game right now. This is outrageous. Hey it's- kids, you want a power glove? Hey, 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 stop thinking about We Hate Movies and buy a power glove. A B A B select. Well, for anyone who's curious. It was directed by a guy named Todd Holland in 1989, you baboons. <laughs> Just yelling Nintendo power. <laughs> My God. How about some fucking decorum on this show? 
It's better than white power to be <laughs> to be totally fair. <laughs> like you know what? If you you want to listen to a podcast that yells Nintendo <laughs> power, not so much a podcast that yells white power. That's true. Although would a would a podcast who yells white power get accepted by the iTunes oh. terms and conditions? <laughs> I I you're so. definitely getting an E for that one. <laughs> yeah, you're getting an E, but you're you're probably getting on there. Maybe in the news and politics section. <laughs> So this movie, for those who don't remember, is basically Rain Man for Babies, <laughs> is what this movie is. It stars 1980s wunderkind Fred Savage, mm-hmm. uh, so he's hanging around. Right. It's and, uh, a Nintendo machine. Uh, a, a lot of Nintendo boxes, Nintendo set-top boxes, mm-hmm. co-star in the film. Uh, the little kid from Little Big League... Oh, that's what, what is Little Big League? It's a movie where a kid's playing uh, Major League Baseball for some reason, but it's wait, not wait. Rookie of the Year. Oh, what? And it's not the other one. What's the one with Elijah Wood where he inherits the Minnesota Twins? Am I thinking of the right movie? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> the Good Son. <laughs> it might not be Elijah Wood. I don't. Know. There is a movie I think where a child inherits a Major League Baseball team. They're giving him away now. <laughs> Uh, so you got this kid, uh, and then you have uh, Jenny Lewis. Yeah. Uh, rock sensation Jenny Lewis, back when she was a child actor. And uh, Mr. Beatbop's uh, Christian Slater, right? Oh, sure. Mr. Beatbop's. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. The show is Mr. Robot. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he talking about pump up the volume? <laughs> I was like, what's that got to do with cuffs? <laughs> Yes, Christian Slater's in this movie. Uh, a put upon Bo Bridges is in this oh, movie. You always want that. That's a sweet spot in cinema. <laughs> I will say that Bo Bridges and Christian Slater make a pretty convincing father son team. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah, I'm like, all right, they're father and son. I'm buying it. Uh, Bo Bridges as the biological father of Fred Savage, not so much. And also, mm-hmm. can we address this up front? How is it that Fred Savage made all these movies? Where the rest of his relatives talk one way, and he talks like fucking Fred Savage, who was born in the basement of Wrigley Field. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this goddamn accent on this child actor is outrageous, and it's never addressed. He's a third uh, deep dish pizza on his mother's side. (laughs) Just like this this accent, I I can't even do it. He was birthed on the set of the SNL Dub Bears sketch. This fucking voice that he has. And put in like a tiny little kid voice. Oh, it's so worse. It's the worst voice. Now I'm just picturing like Dennis Farina in inner space or something. (laughs) Getting all like little. It's ridiculous. He is kind of a little baby Dennis Farina, actually. Like, you're telling me that this character and the Christian Slater character grew up in the same house? I don't think so. Now I'm thinking of vice versa with Dennis Farina instead of Judge Reinhold. Oh, much better movie. Like, yes. he's, he's like a drug cop, but then his yeah. son, he, you know, obviously there's an idol. You know, it's a crate right. that's supposed to be filled with drugs. Oops, it's an <laughs> idol. Now they switch bodies, and now this baby has to take down a Colombian drug <laughs> drug gang just, in the body of Dennis Farina. De- same accent. Just Dennis Farina telling this little kid. Now look here, Danny. You got to go up against the big mobsters. <laughs> like, oh my God! Like teaching them how to like. You got to have a steady hand, or else they're gonna blow your head off. Now, what you want to do is start small. We're gonna have you arrest this serial rapist first and see how you do. 
Don't let me down, kid. And then Fred Savage, because he's got Dennis Farina's brain in his body, would be an overzealous hall monitor. Yes, that's how it would work. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a movie that, unfortunately, Dennis Farina's dead and uh, Fred Savage is 48 years old, so <laughs> can't make that one. Looks like you're cutting class. I'm going to take you down now. <laughs> and then, like, like, on the other end, then you get great performances of Dennis Farina being patted down, acting like it's weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you touching me for, boys? Uh, great ideas just lost to the sands of time. That's all I can say, yeah. folks. So this is a real weird, like, weepy drama mixed with... I mean, it is Rain Man for Babies. It's, that's a nail on the head statement. I mean, you have a, a, a mentally disabled person uh, whose brother is with a not mentally disabled person. Is, is he and old? they go on a road trip. Yeah, well, or they is don't... he just, like, autistic and we didn't know what that was yet? Well, the weird thing is, in the beginning, they do say that he's been traumatized. Like, that's what the word is that they're using. But I think, to your point, he's probably just autistic. I mean, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Uh, you know, it's a mystery that doesn't need to be a mystery. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's autistic. Like, they're not saying it, but that's the way the kid's playing it. Yeah. At least, you know what I mean? He's playing it with, like, Dennis, uh, not Dennis. Now I'm just thinking Dennis fucking Farina. Like, Dustin Hoffman, just without all the talking. Yeah. You know, right. it's now, like less chatter. Was Rain Man autistic? Now, I feel like I don't know much about anything, uh -huh. and I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm pretty sure Rain Man was actually diagnosed as autistic. In yeah, the, in well, the there's film. also like varying degrees of autism right. is the deal. And now... Uh, where did now? Where did idiot savant come from? <laughs> I think that we, sounds I think like we a negative retired thing. that one. Okay, All right. <laughs> I think the night that they retired Magic Johnson's jersey, we retired the phrase "idiot savant." <laughs> Why was that the same night? <laughs> it, just, it just so happened they, they had the, they had the floor anyway. Yeah, was it like printed on the back of a jersey? <laughs> They hung idiot savant in the rafters of the Staples Center. Is that what you're saying? They also put. I guess when when they when they retired Bob Cousy, they retired simple. <laughs> you can't say simple anymore. That they usually coincide them with basketball player retirements. Oh. Let me tell you, this kid, little big league. Uh, uh -huh. Jimmy is the name of the uh -huh. little Luke brother. Edwards. I want to say his name. Is yeah, there. it sounds sort it's of something. right. Uh, he is charming in this movie. Yeah. This little kid. And I'll tell you who's not the charming. And I'm going to harp on it once again. It's fucking Fred Savage in this movie. <laughs> Fred Savage is a detestable character in this well, movie. Again, like Tom Cruise. Who, Tom Cruise's character in Rain mm -hmm. Man is one of the wor cinema's worst characters. That guy's a big scumbag. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> About the same height as Fred Savage, too. <laughs> and I think they're both wearing really baggy khakis. <laughs> Man, the clothes that they've got Fred Savage in. So let's 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 start at the beginning here. So Fred Savage, this is the younger brother Jimmy, older brother Christian Slater. We got a broken home situation here. In this, for some reason, this is left as a mystery throughout the movie. Like you don't really get like oh why what happened to this family until sort of the middle to the end of it. About uh, the, the sister, so, right? yes, yeah, the sister. The, so, there's we got a dead kid situation on our hands here. It tore the family apart. It did. Yeah, it did. And uh, basically, for some reason, uh, Fred Savage and Christian Slater are half brothers with the other with Jimmy, correct? And uh, who had a twin sister named Jennifer who drowned in a lake, and that fucked up the whole family. And Bo Bridges went one way, and uh, his uh, the mother married Sam. Mc 
Sam McMurray. Sam Wait. McMurray, again, just playing your classic asshole father. That guy's got that role down to his science. <laughs> he's been he doing really it for does. 30 years, man. <laughs> I think he's done as many scumbag fathers as John Goodman's hosted Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, hold on, hold the phone. Okay, the phone's right? been held. Yeah, take it off the hook. Now, wow, an off the hook. <laughs> yeah, take them off. We don't want anyone calling right now. We're trying to talk. <laughs> so, yep. So, all right, now, Bo Bridges. So yeah. these are half brothers of Jimmy. Where's the other? So he would. Yeah, where's I don't know the what happened woman? to the original mother, uh, Fred Savage's Did mother. She, oh, she was re- she, she was recast to the original one. <laughs> Oh, no, she, she was no. That's right. She was entombed in Wrigley Field. That's where that. That's where that accent came from. And we have to put this accent away once and for all. I was wondering if she mysteriously drowned in a lake as well, and we could maybe see a pattern happen. Oh yeah, Bo Bridges, huh? Yeah. Oh no! First my wife, now my daughter. <laughs> I better go to Hawaii and see what my brother uh, George, George Clooney's, Clooney's up to. <laughs> Yeah. Man, Bo Bridges is fucking great in The Descendants. He's kind of great in everything, right? He's That's good. actually true. Yeah. That's true. But I'll tell you this. Bo Bridges stars in a movie where he gets obsessed with playing Nintendo in Fleabag Motels. Jeff Bridges stars in movies where he gets sucked into beautiful video game worlds and plays with sexy characters. Talking about Tron. No, I know. I know you are. Also, I'm Tron just, Legacy. I'm kind of just getting lost in the story. Oh, yeah, man. Look, you get a, call, a few tall glasses of water, some Tron or Tron Legacy you on know, Blu-ray. I think Bo Bridges should have been sucked into Super Mario Brothers 3. In this, oh, that's and now a good he's idea. Like, oh, then it turns into Nick Arcade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Come uh, on in with Bo Bridges. And Nick he accidentally Arcade. sits on a mushroom and wins. <laughs> I didn't know that's how you killed these guys. Jimmy has been running away from home, like, daily, practically. That's how we start. A child in the desert being chased by an airplane. Let me tell you, just once, I want someone to be looking for me in an airplane. Like, I got him. We spotted him. It'll happen. (laughs) Then they kind of carry Grant north by northwest him. Like, this fucking plane's, like, six feet off the ground. It's kind of like the the beginning of Empire Strikes Back. That fat guy's like, we found them. Repeat, (laughs) I found them. (laughs) You know that that guy thought he was such hot shit when he got back to the Hoth base. Oh, yeah. Look who found him, motherfucker! <laughs> that guy was getting laid tonight. Oh, oh man. So? That, that fucking Skywalker was fucking that Tauntaun. I don't know what happened. He was pulling out of it. I don't know. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. Split it right open. <laughs> that guy's hung like a dewback. <laughs> I found them. I'll tell you what. I found them. Was Gather that, around, everyone. Hear the story of how I found them. God. Was that anyone important, though? No, was that, no. that wasn't Dak. It wasn't. No, I don't. I don't know if it was Dak. It was the, just some, the guy that's like. Um, isn't he like the co-pilot with uh, Skywalker? He gets stepped on by the ATA. Yeah, because like, I'm just, gonna take on the whole empire myself. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, I think it was the ghost of Porkins that found him. Actually, oh, wow. how do you kill William Hootkins in that first movie? I would love like save a, it for the sequel. That's so, your. It's clear that Lucas didn't know he was getting a sequel because he wouldn't have killed <laughs> William Hootkins had he known. How about surprise Force Ghost? Yeah, it turned out he was a Jedi. We didn't know. I'm a what? Say. <laughs> How about some Force Ghost sandwiches up in here? Porkins would have made the most useless Force Ghost. Well, Alec Guinness is getting really lippy. <laughs> might, have to, might have to put Porkins in there. Porkins, you got any advice for me? No. Nope. 
<laughs> Eating this ghost sandwich. Enjoy every sandwich. Uh, I'm moderately good at flying planes. <laughs> kind of like the seventh best guy. Not so good at landing them. <laughs> oh, R.I.P.D. Right, Porkins. So whatever. He gets. Uh, he he narrowly gets kidnapped a billion times. Uh, Sam McMurray again. Like, here's the thing: we're in a kid power situation. Nintendo power, kid power. It was problem. '80s kid power though, which is weird. '80s kid power, much more adult. Yeah. Uh, the '90s kid powers but before all, Nickelodeon ruined the whole thing. All the values are flipped. Like, I'm sorry, this kid is severely, either severely autistic or severely traumatized. The movie says he is. He uh, is can't be contained in his home. He's not getting the right proper care at home. They're like, hey, let's put him in a facility for a little while and just see what that does. And everyone's like, fuck that, man! Well, Sam McMurray poses this whole thing very uh, poorly because he is like. Let's lock him up and throw away the key. <laughs> yeah. It's not, let's just have him diagnosed, maybe have See some therapy, try to yeah. suss out what's going on here. Sure. He's like, get this thing out of here, <laughs> which is not the way you want to approach that as the stepdad in the situation. And now, oh God, I know we talked about it, but this is, this is, Jimmy is Bo Bridges' biological child. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, not my problem. Well, I, I with, <laughs> right. He's just yeah. like he's kind of like I don't. In the start of the movie, when Fred Savage is going off on his Addison Avenue rant, there, <laughs> <laughs> Bo Bridges is just like, well, I don't have custody of him. Like what? And the thing is, like he's got he's already got his hands fucking full. Oh, you're you're trying to raise a teenage Christian Slater and a my God, Fred Savage. I guess Solomon presided over the divorce. And he's like, <laughs> I'll split this family in half. And then he's like, nobody's going to stop me? All right. <laughs> Usually All right. somebody jumps in and says, I'd rather take, I'd rather someone not split the thing in half and somebody else can get it. Well, right down the middle then. <laughs> oh, one died on that side. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's on your you. problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have negotiated with Solomon. Now Solomon's got to go. And we've got crass, teenage Christian Slater, man. I don't, where his dad's, <sighs> Bobridge is making some bad casserole and he's like, Man, that can't be one of the four major food groups. And it's like, oh, oh, I know that's a Christian Slater line. That's just exactly a Christian Slater line. Exactly. And it's like, here's Bo Bridges struggling to fucking make one day lead into the other one successfully. <laughs> and it's just like, you expect us to eat that or what? And it's like, oh, man. But... In Christian Slater's defense, you see this prop casserole that they've got? Yeah. It's black on top. Burnt to a crisp. <laughs> he's got a point in this case. But overall, he's probably an obnoxious prick. So Fred Savage just can't have it because Bo Bridges and Christian Slater are going at it. It's a scream match. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, you'll never be as good as your fucking brother, man. And he's like, <laughs> well, you're just a fucking teenage Jack Nicholson. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> they go back and forth and back and forth. And it gets really ugly for a while. So Fred Savage is just like, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go break my brother out. and We're going to go on an adventure. Uh, and so he goes to this home and sneaks the in The worst there. home I've ever... Like, he, a kid oh, it's just, rough. He just walks right in like he owns the place. It's like, hey, you want to get out of here? He's like, sure. Because and, it's Fred Savage in the late 80s, and he fucking walked wherever he wanted to. That's, that's Fred Savage just used to it. Yeah. He's just used to it. Yeah. People catering to him. 
so his many, every Fred Savage whim. So many people kissed his ass. Man. Oh, yeah, dude. Remember, just kissing uh, it. What was it? Kramer on Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewatched that episode the other day. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, they, they do a jailbreak. But, man, this is a house of horrors that this kid's staying in. <laughs> right. It's a lot of kids with, like, just ghost white faces watching broken TVs. <laughs> Someone somewhere is faintly crying, and yeah. you can't figure out quite where. Oh, I mean, wait, it's probably is, haunted. This is where I grew up, apparently. <laughs> But they escape in a hostess uh, cakes truck. Man, that's my getaway vehicle if I ever saw one. I was like, those lucky ducks, look at that. I'd hitchhike all the way to the coast with the that The force thing. ghost of Porkins guided them to it. Like, come on, boys. You must go to hostess. <laughs> hostess system. The hostess system. <laughs> there you'll find Devil Dog, who trained me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a big, fat hostess truck. It is, and, you know, God bless them. And, you know, here's another thing. Fred Savage, they get out of this truck for whatever reason. I don't know, to stop to use the bathroom at one point. And, like, the little Jimmy's got, like, chocolate all over his face. And he's like, God, you're such a pig, Jimmy. Oh, God, look at your face. And I'm like, you shut up, Fred Savage. Well, and the, the one thing that Jimmy says is California. That talk about a faint cry that you can't quite figure out the direction it's coming from. <laughs> this kid saying California is bone chilling. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he went on to form Phantom Planet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He could have been playing bass in Phantom Planet. He, he, he was famous enough, right? He was yeah. just famous <laughs> enough to be in Phantom Planet. Not famous enough to drum in Phantom Planet, though. So what you realize is he's just going to take him on this road trip to get him to California for you know. He, Fred California. Savage doesn't know why. <laughs> he just knows he's ah, got. Gosh, you don't want to <laughs> go to Wrigley. <laughs> I got tickets to Second City. They're really expensive. Oh, come on, Jimmy. We could go get a deep dish at Gino's East. The, yeah, the Ghosts of Porkins weighs the food options in California and <laughs> Chicago. And it's like, <laughs> you might want to go to Chicago, kid. <laughs> I mean, better tacos, sure. Uh... <laughs> now, because he's a rad dude... They give Fred Savage a skateboard in this Holy movie. Fuck, he never is, uses it. It's just a useless piece of luggage. Dude, show me Fred Savage getting on this skateboard. I'll give you $1,000. Right away. I hadn't seen this movie in probably like 20 years. And I was like, he doesn't use that skateboard in this movie. I remembered almost nothing about this movie except that he definitely doesn't skateboard at any point. But he's dragging it around. And at some point, Jenny Lewis has to drag this fucking skateboard all over the place. You're breaking Chekhov's radical rules of drama right now <laughs> by showing exactly. a skateboard in the first act and not having someone rail on it in the third act. Yeah, you got to do an ollie in the third act. <laughs> They show them sitting on it at one point, and they're going down a hill and, like, almost get crushed by a truck in the desert. And that's another weird thing. They're just hitchhiking through the deserts of Utah or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're just watching car after car pass by these children on the side of the road. And it's like, did no one care? I, no one in the great state of Utah? And people are giving them rides, too. Like, you have a moral obligation. Oh, like, oh sure, sure, sure. I'll, I'll give you a ride and give you a free meal. You call the police when the kid's having a nice meal. I'll be like, all right, that's it. Well, Into one, custody. At one point, a little later in the film... Oh, these 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 like uh, shit kickers just rob them. 
<laughs> like they just give. They're like, oh, I'll give, yeah, sure, I'll give these little kids a ride. That's the, they have money. Now it's time to grab them. <laughs> well, they get robbed for eighty bucks to rob three children of their only eighty dollars. Yeah, that's rough. And that's leave pretty them low. Destitute on the side of the highway. Honestly, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna go that far with it, <laughs> yeah, dig a couple shallow pits. <laughs> Finish right? the job. Exactly. Finish what you started. It's 1989. No one's ever going to find them, and people laugh at the idea of DNA evidence. <laughs> you could do whatever you fucking wanted, and I think maybe this movie's not that unrealistic, and maybe it's just showing us a window into our past. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I that, see. You could do anything back then. You could literally do anything. <laughs> Well, I do think this movie is phenomenally irresponsible that the dangers of children, A, running away, and B, hitchhiking, are never realized or actually even played with. Well, we were talking about this earlier in the week. The 80s totally glamorized the idea of running away from home. Yeah. Like, this movie, Stand By Me is kind of running away from home for a little mm-hmm. bit, and yeah. it's just kind of like, man, the Goonies, they run away from home. It's like... Yeah. Man, if I ran away from home, I could have some pretty cool adventures out on the open road. You know who ran away from home? Luke Skywalker. (laughs) You're right. Porkins also ran away from home, but that was a totally different situation. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't work out uh, for him. He caught a hostess ship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he worked for snowballs for 10 long years. Uh, so the family realizes that Fred Savage has stolen Jimmy and enter one of the most bizarre choices for a character, Mr. Putnam, professional child kidnapper. <laughs> well, he's a child hunter. This is like <laughs> this is like a bounty hunter situation. I, they should have got the guy from Raising Arizona. That's a good baby hunter. That guy was pretty good at hunting babies. That and biker by uh, who played that? Uh, Ever, uh, uh, oh, Rex uh, Cobb or something. Te- Randall Tex Cobb. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That guy somehow less creepier than Mr. Right? Putnam in well, this movie. Here's the thing, though. or Boba Fett. Uh, he's no use to me dead. <laughs> Get that little rain man back here. Or maybe Bosk? <laughs> <laughs> or Dengar? Uh, Dengar's do. hunting kids. <laughs> <laughs> you do need a niche when you're when you're up against the cla- the likes of Boba Fett, IG88 and Bosk. Yeah, Dengar, I can tell you for a fact Dengar's hunting kids. Why else does he have a diaper on his head? <laughs> That's, that's, his, right? that's his like calling card. It's like a bunch of ears around his throat. He's got a diaper on his head. Because it was like, I don't know, like a Mr. Mom, the pacifier type of Star Wars movie that was happening before <laughs> this where it's to hunt precocious kids and they were tossing shit around the but, house, <laughs> space house. But here's my thing. Is a guy that, I mean, like, yes, he's a child bounty hunter and that's how he's portrayed, portrayed in the movie. But like. A guy that like hunts down runaways to get them back with their family is actually a really good dude. You know what I mean? Like, but no, yeah, but, but I, not with the way Mister Putnam is written. No, I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. This movie, it's because the kids rule and grown ups drool. It's like, oh, the worst thing in the world would be this square deliver getting these kids off the dangerous road and getting well, them back with the their parents. Thing, the problem, this is, it seems so weird and out of place and creepy because it's kind of like a lost archetype slash job, the, like the truancy officer. Yeah, yeah, right. Of like, I'm, oh, you kids better be in school. Well, my question, and maybe I just missed it, but 
Why are we foregoing calling the police in this situation? They do call the police, and the police are like, oh, well, look, but also this guy's better at it. Jesus, he's recommended by the police department? I think so. It's also like Sam McMurray's got so much money. He's like, only the best for finding this child, which good on you, Sam McMurray. But, I mean, this, this, this Mr. Putnam just... He misrepresents himself. Well, because he goes up to Bo Bridges immediately, and he's like, "Look, I get paid by the kid, man. Yep. You yep. better not. You better not get in my way and make, get in the way of my check." And Listen, like, asshole, don't you go looking for your own kid? Because if you find him first, Putman don't get paid. <laughs> That's the problem. He's not doing it for the good of the child's welfare. No, he's doing it to make a buck. Yeah. And. Why are you not just a person who finds people? Why is it you decided, Mr. Putnam, to (laughs) specialize in tracking down kids? Because that's creepy, too. And he's this dude, I mean, this guy has at least. 14 instances of in this movie of going up to complete strangers and just going, hey, I'm looking for a couple of kids. <laughs> and you're just like, man, the 1980s. Like, this guy would have been picked up. Well, nowadays, back then, totally acceptable. You oh, could, yeah. You could, you could look for your kicks wherever you want. <laughs> so, they're, uh, and the funny thing about Fred Savage's character, to go back to him. Yeah. Uh, aside from being uh, baby Dennis Freena, he is like so precocious and like could talk his way out of every situation. Like he's a really smart kid, right? He goes up to a bus station. He's like, two tickets for California, please." And he's like, <laughs> "Okay, sure. Uh, that'll be like three hundred eighty bucks, which is pretty good for for nineteen eighties money." He's like, "Oh, uh, all I got is twenty eight dollars. Where's that gonna get me?" And I'm like, "Dude." You can't pull this little rascal's horse shit. This kid yep. knows what money is. I'm sorry. He exactly. Knows he has to know what money is. And the character gets all upset because when the, the bus uh, station like ticket seller is like, that'll get you to the next stop in Utah. He's like, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> like, you're like, come on. Are you telling me that I could get a couple of Chicago dogs? <laughs> But I can't get out of the state. It's like this little turd knows how money works. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and over, uh, Jenny, this is when we get uh, introduced to Jenny Lewis right. uh, of rock and roll fame. Formerly of Rilo Kylie, now a very successful solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she's great in this movie, I think. Uh, no, she's auditioning for Annie the whole time. Like, I, she's, well, she's way too old in this movie to be playing Annie, first of all. But like, it's just, she's just really precocious and like... It's really better than Fred Savage. No, I mean, it would almost true. have to be. I realized it as soon as I said it. It would almost have to be better than Fred Savage. I'm sorry. I fucking hate it. I he, hate he it. He does not age well, but at the time, he was, he was America's sweetheart. He was America's daughter. Everyone know. just wanted to pinch his cheek. And- it's horrible. It's so horrible. I love that he directs a bunch of great TV now, although you couldn't pay me to watch The Grinder. Yeah. But, you know, he's directed a lot of, like, It's Always Sunny. I'm glad he's made a career for himself behind the camera. As as I've gotten older, I find myself siding with his emotionally abusive father on The Wonder Years a little Isn't bit. Isn't that like, weird how that happens? <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of like, I don't know, man. That guy just wants to go home after a day of work. Yep. I just, I just want the peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. I just want it. I really do, Fred Savage. <laughs> I don't need your antics. Totally. I don't need to talk to you about Winnie every four hours. Man, the best acting on that show is when that dude just gave Fred Savage a look. 
Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Just yeah. fucking look. Dan, uh, what was his name? Dan something. Yeah, Dan. Dan Loria, mm. I believe, was the actor's name. Still is. He's still He's alive. alive. I don't, I don't know why I was past tensing Dan Loria. <laughs> there was a great uh, episode of Smallville where um, Dan Loria gets... Uh, pyrotechnic powers he's what a, he's a school coach he's a, co- a football coach <laughs> and is burning his like unresponsive students to death with uh <laughs> with like carry powers oh that's pretty cool yeah i've never seen a second of that show is it, it worth no, it no it's not no, it's not worth right. the second you haven't seen fair enough <laughs> and uh, and put your tweets down <laughs> hashtag don't care um This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. So uh, Jenny Lewis is like, oh, oh, by the way, this is what this is our our introduction to Nintendo because it's so important in this movie. Oh, right. As Fred Savage is bartering with this guy for like 28 bucks and a fucking rookie card, like an idiot. (laughs) 
can you take some gum as currency? Oh, come on, kid. You got, and like he goes, oh, play Double Dragon, Jimmy. Go ahead. And he plays Double Dragon. And he he has like a three-minute exchange. He goes back and says, like, you got 50,000 points of Double Dragon? Bullshit. Horse it shit. takes two yep. and a half minutes for that chick to get punched in the stomach in the beginning of Double Dragon. <laughs> no, way they- anyone, no way anyone is scoring 50,000 points. Dude, I love that they show the stomach punch in this movie. It is the most <laughs> unnecessary thing in video game history. It is. This <laughs> woman being assaulted in 8-bit what? animation. It's great because it gives you motivation. You're like, oh, I better... You know, I better write this wrong. I was mo- <laughs> I was motivated enough when Princess Peach was just cutely kidnapped by King Koopa. Honestly, a nice knee to the gut would have helped me. If I got to see that lizard just slam that princess. I would have been like, oh, this is a bad dude. That's that I would be jumping on all these mushroom heads right now. <laughs> exactly. I would I it would be I would have won. I would but have finally won Mario's. It's an in- Mario's. Well, that was the cereal they had. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's okay. They're um, the Mario Brothers, right? So yeah. Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. Oh, they are the right. Mario's. Yeah, yeah they're there Mario's. You, go. you know dude. what? You were right. Uh, no, but Steve, you're totally right. The way that this movie uses points in video games. I mean, it's so bizarre because, first of all, and maybe I was the only one, but. Was anyone giving a shit about points in Nintendo games like that? No, I mean, no. you give a shit about points in like Donkey Kong, like the old, the older eight bit games, like High Score Frogger. I mean, uh, yes, just in the arcade, so you could write ass <laughs> or sex. <laughs> yeah, and oh, the, God, the, that's a good one. I should have thought of that. But like, no one cares about points in Double Dragon. Nobody cares about points in Mario Brothers. You want to get to the next level. You want to beat the game. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the the weird misunderstanding that this movie has with Nintendo games because like I get it for the final championship thing that's how you're going to yeah suss out who wins the game but every other time like these kids are playing for points and it's like no one paid attention to that it was just who can clear the stage? But I guess because this is about video game gamblers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Is it ever? <laughs> it's a different <laughs> culture. You're right. <laughs> yeah, these are the real low-life gamers. Right? It's kind of like white men can't jump with Nintendo, right? <laughs> yep, Jenny man. Lewis wants to get on Jeopardy, right? I could have used some white men can't jump levels of profanity in this movie. The one thing is they never well they almost get uh beat the shit out of them like uh Woody Harrelson con- consistently gets the crap kicked oh. out of him in What Men Can Jump. One of the best joys of watching that movie. So basically Jenny Lewis overhears that she's like, "Hey, I was going to Reno, but um wow, your little brother's really good at video games. Let's form a triad or something." Yeah, well that's how we're going to have an adventure. Sure. You know, she's alone, they're alone. They go to a diner and they suss it out and then they can, we, can I just pause right there again? I'm sorry. Three little kids walk into a diner. Hey, ma'am, can I have a table for three? Hello, police department. <laughs> There's three children looking for a table at this diner. It t- and they're hustling people for cash. Well, they, they might tip well. I don't know. Oh, because you think they're like little pea brains, won't understand tipping, and Fred Savage will leave like 20 bucks on a $3 bill? Maybe. So uh, the funny thing, 
They they hustle a group of businessmen at this point. These like elderly. It's like fucking uh, Statler and Waldorf. It's amazing. Yeah, they just spent their day selling Bibles or God knows what <laughs> vacuum cleaners. I'd love it. It's just two of the dudes from the Maisel salesmen. <laughs> We're taking a break from selling Bibles to just play an arcade game. Hey, better movie. <laughs> but it's ridiculous because Fred Savage is like, or is it Jenny Lewis? One of them's like, hey, you know, this kid can take you. And these two old men are like, oh, really? <laughs> it's like, you know what? Merge that down a bit. But Freddy here is the best at Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> it would be impossible. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, any of these guys cared. You <laughs> no, know they I mean? would not care. And it's like, you know, you're not shooting pool. You, that would be like, that's an old man with a cigarette hanging out kind of sport. Oh, yeah. yeah. If this kid went up to Minnesota Fats and tried to play pool with them, mm-hmm. that would be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you wanted over on them, they'd just break those cues over your back. <laughs> It'd be great if uh, in the middle of this movie they, they try to hustle Forrest Whitaker and, uh-oh, <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> I could have used the nice Forrest Whitaker cameo is all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm praying for Forrest Whitaker at least once a month with all this stuff we're watching. Oh, absolutely. Get him in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, man. He would have been great in that movie. So are we going to do the Pelican Brief or what? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> um, so they just start hustling. At this point, they do get robbed by a bunch of truckers or whatever well and this is the obnoxious thing where jenny lewis reveals like oh my dad's a trucker and there's the trucker code and i got an in with truckers or whatever and so these dudes are like letting these kids sit in the back of their cattle truck and uh where i presume they're just being like shit on by cows oh yeah you just don't see that happening though cow pies everywhere and the dude like kind of looks back and jenny lewis is just counting these fat stacks and this guy's it's like eighty dollars, <laughs> ladies. And well, gentlemen. well, well. It's nineteen eighty nine, so that's two hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> also, a lot of money, bar. Bet, <laughs> that could pay your college tuition. Hey, bar. Look at that. These truckers got a, a hefty lift off these kids. Bar. I don't want to regulate the video games. I don't want to cut down the video game uh, gambling industry bar. It's bringing a lot of bucks. Everybody's got to make a living bar. Who are we to judge? You want to hustle Ninja Gaiden? That's your prerogative bar. Get out there and hustle that bubble bobble bar. Oh, no. W just lost 300 bucks playing Rygar. (laughs) Hey, Poppy, you cover me for this next Dr. Mario round or what? I don't know, Bar. When's he getting out of the house? <laughs> I don't know. Junior's not really cutting it. You see Jeb out there, and he's doing things. Junior's here in the house playing the video games. Jeb's a fucking Tetris master and the governor of Florida, Bar. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, so they beat the shit. Actually, awesome. First of like two or three times in this movie, Fred Savage is getting punched in the face. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I love- he gets decked by this trucker because he's like, "Hey, get your damn hands off my money!" <laughs> and this guy's like, "Oh yeah, little baby, punch!" <laughs> Head flies off, rolls down the interstate. And I mean, like, yeah, that's a little bit giving the idea of the danger of the road. But never do they get run into anyone with a long trench coat. Like, I'll give you kids a ride. Oh yeah, totally. Well, why don't you guys sleep in my apartment for the night? Like that guy never shows up. And again, I don't want that move this to be that movie, but like. <laughs> 
that guy needs to show up and be thwarted or be like, ah, oh, you know, they're too smart and like they they know what stranger danger is or whatever. The That's fuck. a big problem for me in this movie. Right, so they don't saying, acknowledge stranger danger at all. So ki- there should be like a, a message to children, like, hey. Don't go into that van or whatever. Right? Exactly, because this whole movie is predicated on the idea that, like, these kids are just, like, tiny adults because they, like, right. tell off adults left and right. Yep. They talk to adults as if they are also adults. Right. And well, they are, like, 12. What are they? How old are they in this? 12? Probably 10? Like no. 10 12, to 12. The 13? kid is probably 8. You know? I think Jenny Lewis is supposed to be older than Fred Savage. Okay. Maybe by a little bit. Hmm. Well, they you're talking total tops like 13. Yeah, right. Well, hey, you know, under many religions, that's manhood. <laughs> right? I don't know, Bar. They better get out there and start earning. I don't care how they make it. <laughs> Everybody's got to grow up sometime, Bar. Uh, so yeah, I'm just, now I'm saying, Bar. They uh, <laughs> they work in factories over there, Bar, and they're killing us. They're killing us, Bar. Killing on us. the trade. Might as well work in factories here. And now here's another opportunity where there could have been some serious stranger danger, but they, like, play on what the audience's assumptions are because they're like, now what are we going to do? And this, like, tough-ass biker gang rolls up, and I'm like, oh, man, come mm-hmm. on, Fred Savage, tire iron to the face, let's do it. <laughs> Seriously, this, Not is, fair. this is where I thought that stranger danger was going to happen because bikers, well, you know, they're known, especially in this timeline uh-huh. back then. In the movies. In the movies and in real life. If sure. If you've ever read a book or two, <laughs> they're, they're known for stomping. Yeah. And they, they love stomping teens. And, these, and you're stomping in the middle of the desert, dude. Who's going to stop you? Yeah, no Aside one. from the Lord above. No one. Oh, yeah? Larry's the best one at Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> and if he, do- if he doesn't win, Larry gets real upset. Man, I played that game for hours. Of course, side note, the Lord above is Sonny Berger <laughs> of the Hells Angels. <laughs> he says what happens. <laughs> But no, they they just get a, a nice ride to the next town. They do a lot of like sleeping in train yards again. Like, come on, it's just like, that's hobo central. Yeah, that's the thing is like it's 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 hobo fun central, right? It's yeah. sort of like when Pee Wee Herman's hitching a ride on the train car, yeah. Jimmy Crack Corn. It's 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 <laughs> the the beautiful hobo myth of this country that has, I guess, kind of vanished, but. But we did Probably. romanticize them for a while. We did romanticize we, they them. They rode the rails. There was a bunch of friendly boxing matches. I think in the 80s, we loved hobo culture. A beautiful fire in a barrel under a bridge and where, the moonlit sky. You know, where did that get Don Draper, huh? <laughs> Nowhere. Uh, he got the shit out of him in a uh, hotel room for no. no good reason. I'll tell you where it got him. It got him to a high rise in Manhattan, <laughs> making more money than you'll ever think of. Yeah, that's true. It got him right to Madison Avenue. Right. Okay. You got you need that hard life in order to to persevere, you know? You 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 got to get up and keep moving, right, Bob Benson? Now I'm imagining uh an, an advertising executive now uh and there's like a ga- uh, there's like a retro gaming convention and he has to do something for it and he's like I remember the first Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> the most important. I was living on the rails, hustling for money. And like I was like, oh my God, he's giving away his secrets. <laughs> this guy's some type of game genie. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we cut uh, back to 
the mother goes away. This movie might have been produced by Disney because this mother's a real shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just yeah. a complete monster. Disney movies did hate mother characters quite a bit. Still do. Uh, <laughs> then What's a recent Disney hating mothers movie? Uh, ooh, good question. Uh, Wall-E, they're all fat pigs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, well, everyone's a fat pig on those motorized chairs. But Wall-E is a cautionary tale, you see. Everything's a cautionary tale. <laughs> this movie isn't. This movie's a fucking fantasy land. So they cut. Uh, Christian Slater and uh, Bo Bridges are on the road. Oh right, sleeping in motels. They run afoul of Putnam, the the, the boy catcher, I guess, professional child hunter. <laughs> right, he takes out his net gun. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had a net gun. Oh, net gun, some like tranquilizer darts, maybe. Oh, what if yeah. Cyrax was hunting this kid? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. In order to hunt a video gamer, I gotta dress like a video game. (laughs) And it would be perfect because he'd be a video game from the future. Yeah. Oh, man. If you made this movie, and it was basically like Terminator, but with Cyrax, (laughs) and he's sent back in time to save Jimmy, but Uh also make sure that Fred Savage is assassinated. But, dude, Uh, (laughs) here's a fucking twist. Oh, my God. Who did the opposite side from the future send back? Sector. Oh, shit. So now you've got Sector hunting both of them yeah, and Cyrax uh, 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 uh. trying to get yep. Fred Savage and these kids. Yep. No, I'm all about it. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I want to see a screenplay draft in like six to eight weeks. <laughs> I think we can do this. I think we can set something up. <laughs> We could we could sort of shoehorn it in as an unrelated Wreck It Ralph two. <laughs> I think we got something. It's the universe could. of Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> it's, it's a shared cinematic universe. Um, but a uh, Christian Slater like um, is like sleeping with his dad in a bed. You know, like they, they're just in, in a motel room. Like this sentence is going nowhere fast. <laughs> no, he's the, they're sharing a bed because you know that. And it's a flea bag motel. Yeah, and it's it's a real uh, Stan and Ollie kind of situation. Who's got the covers? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is what I didn't understand about uh, something in this movie because I never did this because it was such a pain in the ass. Christian Slater is traveling with his Nintendo console. No way, man. And it's so unrealistic. He sets this thing up to this motel TV in two seconds flat. You find me anyone who could set up a Nintendo console in that quick a time in 1989, oh, man. I was pretty good at it, I'll be honest with you. Really? Like, you you didn't have to do the thing where you're clipping the fucking UHF wires to the back with the screwdriver? Oh, right, right, right. And then, of course, he's putting this game on, and it's working right away. I don't think so. (laughs) Where's the blowing in it? Where's the rubbing alcohol in the Q-tip to clean the game off? Unrealistic Nintendo technology. Well, they do establish that this particular console he's using was damaged, and he had already fixed it. Oh, so, so he, he's playing sure. a modded console. You're saying? <laughs> well, no, it was. I don't know what it wasn't working, and he was able to. So I'm sure there was like 50 minutes of him blowing on it before. <laughs> before the scene started. That's interesting. You brought that up because it's kind of a dropped thing in this movie, where like. In one of their many arguments that they have, Bo Bridges basically says like that Christian Slater is kind of like a loser and he's directionless and whatever. Right. He stole his pickup truck and now he's drinking. Right. And so when he says like, oh, yeah, I fixed the fucking thing. <laughs> Bo Bridges is kind of like he you see him have this thought like, oh, my son fixed something. Well, maybe he's good at this. But then they never go back nope. to it. 
ever again. Well, th- th- that, this whole thing gets dropped. It's like them trying to bond on the road and like whatever, and it just kind of goes nowhere. But what I don't understand is how is it that they are tracking these kids anywhere, and <laughs> Not, that like they wouldn't be. Bo Bridges and Christian Slater like go to some place, and then this fucking child hunter <laughs> comes in, like he blows into the next town exactly when they do, and I'm like. Where are you getting your intel from? I mean, there's so many instances you in this they, movie of people reading maps and not knowing I, where they're going. I do think since the one thing the kid said was California, they're assuming that they're going west from Utah. By the way, are they secret Mormons in this movie? What's going on? I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of Pepsi consumption in this okay. movie. All right, that's fair. I can't put my finger on it. You know it? what I could have used in this movie? Because uh, speaking of baby Jack Nicholson, right? The uh, Christian <laughs> Slater here. Um, how about, you know what? There's not much going on for me here, man, right? Yeah. Five easy pieces out of this ish, right? Oh, Just get, yeah. like, like, go up to a trucker and be like, yeah, yeah, take me as far as you can, you know? Gonna leave Karen Black in this bathroom with <laughs> Bo Bridges. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Bo Bridges is having a Hardee's shit in the bathroom. <laughs> and then the, that's a good time. You can fucking, you can solicit a lot of things while that's Totally. Goes on. Christian Slater just hops right? a lumber truck and gets out of there. Exactly. Oh, that would be pretty cool. It would be great. Then um, he goes on to, he gets to California and then he's adopted by another family and he becomes hard on Harry. Happy Harry hard on, rather. From, exactly. From Pump Up the Volume. I would love this just to drop everything and become a Christian Slater movie. <laughs> Not it, enough Christian Slater in this movie. Not really by am. a country mile. <laughs> And it's a crime. It the is one, a crime. The best part of this movie is Bo Bridges beating the shit out of this car with the, with the, <laughs> oh, the shovel. Yeah, because uh, the boy catcher uh, cuts his <laughs> tires. I am the boy catcher. <laughs> he, cuts his, he cuts Bo Bridges' <laughs> tires. Big mistake. He's, he, <laughs> Bo Bridges is like a landscaper. He's got this shovel. And it is fucking John Goodman in... Uh, in uh, 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 Big Lebowski. No, Big Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. Like, He's this just... is what happens, Larry. This is what happens. <laughs> exactly. When you oh, man. When you fuck Bo Bridges in the ass, <laughs> this is what happens. Oh, <laughs> no, he goes apeshit on this car. Real, real, real deal question. Yeah. Bo Bridges with a shovel, John Goodman with a bat. Who wins? Oh, John, John Goodman, Goodman with a bat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but it what? is a Man of Steel-esque fight where the fucking world goes down, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> like, they could, they could raise a town, <laughs> that fight. <laughs> Bridges with shovel, Goodman with bat. Oh, yeah. I would love to see that. You just get out there like one of them small western towns, maybe right. population 0, 1,200. Yep. They'd burn it to the ground right. with that. <laughs> they'd be fighting day and night. The sun would go down. They'd be fighting. The sun would go up. They'd People would be vanished in that fury, and there would just be like the burnt-in shadow on the, on the sidewalk like it's Hiroshima. Yeah, you're not wrong. It would be an ultimate fight. Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd watch that movie. It'd be better than Batman v Superman calling Donna Justice. Of course, because this would be <laughs> colon cancer. <laughs> They're getting out of there. You. The point is, they, once, you're, once you're of that age bracket, you uh-huh. need to get... Men, um, when you hit 40, you got to get that colonoscopy. Exactly. That's absolutely you gotta true. you got to get the finger up there. Oh, we just got our education credit. We can move on now. <laughs> we are moving to the educational section of iTunes. <laughs> so, uh, moving right along, uh, sure. this is when we meet my favorite character in the movie. They're just they're doing some busking, you know what I mean? Some video game, <laughs> some video game hustling. Every day I'm hustling. 
and video games. This kid gets beat. He's like, "Yeah, you're good, but you're not Lucas good." And they're like, "Lucas." He's like, "Yeah, he's got every game, and he's got tons of money. He wants to blow on video game gambling." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, sure, that exists. Take us to his house." First of all, when you're a gambler, big mistake going to a secondary location. That's secondary you get- location. You don't yeah. also. You don't want people knowing where you live. Mm-hmm. Secondary mm-hmm. location's bad enough. But when that secondary location is your place of residence, mm-hmm. right. Lucas, you boob. So- <laughs> someone's getting their head blown off or being stabbed fifty times in the chest. It's, it's almost <laughs> like he's a little kid who's in way over his head. It'd be great if it was like that scene in round in Rounders when they like it's, it's these two kids playing video games and it's all these cops for some reason <laughs> and then they find out that they're dealing from the bottom. They're using a game genie hey, and they get Lucas, stomped in the parking lot. Lucas, you want cookie? <laughs> <laughs> so Lucas, by the way, is a lion mulleted little kid with like gorgeous a gorgeous hair, gorgeous, gorgeous hair, and like a thirteen year old boy mustache. Oh man, oh, this kid, yeah. this kid thinks he's so cool with that little trash stash. He is. <laughs> he runs oh, this town. This little caterpillar on his upper lip, this turd. Oh man, and I tell you something, I I would wager. I would wager that the actor who played Lucas got turned down for a role on Home Improvement. Oh, really? Could would I, you? Couldn't you see him playing one of those little shitty kids on that show? Maybe, but would you wager a game of Ninja Gaiden on it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Let me let me get out my power glove and we'll get right to it. Oh, get get blowing. <laughs> Got to fix that Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, looks like your Nintendies on the fritz. <laughs> Did you try blowing it? <laughs> oh, that's the problem. You got you got scammed. You bought a Nintendi instead of a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. Um, no, but Lucas uh, is like, hey, I'm great at all 97 games that are out right now, and opens up this like little cool case with all these games. Like, pick a oh, game, God, so and cool. I'll get more points than you oh, because God, anyone so cool. would care. It's so stupid. And, and no so one offers cool. anybody orange soda. I'm sorry. If you're inviting someone <laughs> over to play video games, <laughs> a glass true. of orange soda is customary. Oh, God, it was so good. This, this kid is such a rude piece of shit. <laughs> Where are the parents in this situation, <laughs> by the way? At Casa de Lucas. <laughs> I think they're dead. I think yeah, it's a real kind of Larry Clark situation. It's all these yeah, kids big time. Running, the, running the roost. Yep. And, yep. I, and I got to go catch them. <laughs> You're not wrong. This is like this close away from being Kent Park, man. <laughs> Kent Park, the motion picture, calling the wizard. I was kind of thinking of Bully when all those like kids are just working out in that in that parking lot. <laughs> man, that guy is a triple A creep. <laughs> I mean, he belongs in jail. <laughs> like, sure. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but this is like Lucas's house is totally a Larry Clark movie. Those fucking parents are strung out somewhere or stuffed and dead in the fruit cellar like Norma Bates. Sure. Mm. And these kids are running this place. Like right. there's people just hanging out. Hey, man, we'll be at Lucas's. And you're just there. You're probably smoking weed. Sure. There's oh, like. Shit. Do you think Lucas and his crew are smoking up? Oh, totally. No, dude. Lucas stays straight edge because he's got to. He's got to really train oh, up the for the wits. for the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually true. Which is ironic because smoking weed and playing video games <laughs> goes together like peanut butter and jelly. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I mean, who are you fucking kidding, Lucas? Well, that's a schedule one night. And not pro- <laughs> you can't do that. And not professionally. I mean, Lucas is trying to make it to the big time. There's <laughs> a true. big uh, do you Nintendo think they drug co- test. Do you think they Dude, drug is, test? 
Is fucking is weed the <laughs> so he's a performance, the performance enhancing <laughs> drugs of professional gaming? You can probably find the patterns a little easier, maybe. Lucas it just helps my concentration, man. I just zone out and it's Gaiden time. Maybe Lucas was using dude, and then years later, like La- like Lance Armstrong, he's like uh, exposed. <laughs> oh, a doping scandal, yeah, you think? Yeah. Dude, and it turns out that like for a decade Lucas has been bullying other teammates into hushing <laughs> up about it, yeah. threatening to ruin their own gaming careers oh man guaranteed yeah dude oh man i want this lucas sequel <laughs> lucas 2016 the dude's 40 his life goes down in flames due to a professional gaming doping scandal yeah you know so i want a draft of the screenplay in about six <laughs> to eight weeks i really think we can work this one out okay. today oh, right, boy we got, we, got, we got a little studio got a lot coming. of a lot of assignments <laughs> well i'll help I'm just saying. All right. Well, that's look. Someone's got to keep us organized. That's two for you. Now I want you to finance that Dengar childcare movie. (laughs) Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Dengar. Dengar, Yeah. yeah. We'll never be able to get the licensing rights from Disney. That one's a pipe dream. Uh, Well, they like kids' (laughs) movies. Oh, that's true. We just write in a shitty mother, and they'll take it in two seconds. Right. Yeah. Maybe Dengar's got to work her over a little bit. So Lucas is like, "Hey, man." You want to see what really catches the babe's eyes? And he pulls he pulls out this power glove. Oh shit! And it's like I didn't take it out for air. Yeah, and he (laughs) just slowly puts this tight power glove on. He's like, like, "Hey, who's horny?" (laughs) Well, this kid's like, Fred Savage's like, "What the hell is that?" Ah, shit! They don't have that at Wrigley. (laughs) And then he's playing. We're like cruising USA or Rad so, Racer. Rad, Rad racer. racer. And he's just like, he's got like, he's, Lucas is like standing up for some reason, first of all. And he's like <laughs> leaning his shoulders back. And he's just like, he's got his arm out. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm just cruising on the street, man. Well, dude, you know? As if the power glove ever worked. Exactly. Again, thank you. This fantasy world where 1980s Nintendo technology just works flawlessly. I mean, my God, we were talking about fantasy movies a couple weeks ago with Dungeons and Dragons. This is right up there. Yeah. What science fiction is this? That gun from Duck Hunt barely worked. I mean, what, what's, what's going to happen next? Was there a deleted scene where they broke out a power pad and it worked the first time? Anyone ever have that robot you got with Gyromite? No, I never did. It's pretty cool. That did it work? No, it did not. No. And then you know what? You got into the SNES. That fucking Super Scope was garbage. And I want to save anyone time who's listening, who's getting nostalgic for the Nintendo days. Um, that Duck Hunt gun does not work on flat screen TVs. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Oh. It needs the tube TV. It does. That's that what's clicking against. I know. So that went in the trash. <laughs> And then a down on his luck, Lucas was going through your garbage like, hey, man, there's still good. There's good stuff in here. Oh, man, an orange gun. <laughs> so he, like, Lucas is like ready to get the ladies, but Jenny Lewis is not impressed. No, she's not. Um, and Although, uh, quick. Fred Savage is hard as a rock, though. He decides to call out his ownership of her. Oh, that's right. Oh, this is so Fred's got any ideas. Yeah, he gets a little territorial, and it's kind of just the most embarrassing thing in this movie. Three feet shorter than her and Fred Savage. That's my girl, Lucas. It's like like, all he did was take out the power glove. (laughs) Well, everybody everybody knows what that means. He did say I didn't take it out for air, which is, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you know. He did did say that. It's a loose code. 
But Jimmy gets, I guess, intimidated. By the way, this kid's named Jimmy Woods. That's kind of fun. <laughs> hey, it's little Jimmy Woods. Welcome to Hollywood. Hey, just, uh, all right, just put the cartridge into my chest. <laughs> put it into my chest. Oh, my God, I'm a fucking TV producer. <laughs> it's called Civic TV. It's going to fucking change the world. But you're right. So Jimmy sees this closeness happening and is like, oh, fuck, like my brother's going to leave me. And he runs away again. And then, I mean, stuff happens. They get, We're sleeping at a drive-in movie theater at one point. That's heartbreaking. There's these three, We're like, sleeping in a junkyard. They do sleep in a junkyard. I where just, Fred Savage gets punched in the face for the second time yeah, in the movie. Good. And, and like these three street toughs who were like 18 years old rob them again. Right, because they, they hustled these kids yeah. at, right. at the local pizzeria where... Uh, Sparkle Motion herself came out and defended these kids. Oh, right. It's the woman from Donnie Darko who's the, the coach um, of Sparkle Motion. 95%. It is. It's, it's definitely her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's just like this friendly diner waitress. Deus Ex well, she's, diner she's waitress. She's tired of people gambling for video games, apparently. Yeah, what big... world is this where <laughs> any fucking venue with an arcade tower has got hustlers around it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never seen anything like it's this. Grody as fuck, I'll hell, tell you that man, much. I spent my days at the cyber station. <laughs> hell I never, I fucking never, yeah, I never dude. I never saw anything like I this. I never saw video game gambling. Yeah. Certainly not amongst man, children. My local taco place had Mortal Kombat 2, and it was the coolest shit ever, man. I didn't see any money change hands. <laughs> dude, my pediatric dentist had a sick Donkey Kong machine. Are you shitting me? I shit you not. Oh, I got to get an appointment there. <laughs> never, never saw any hustling going on in the waiting room there either. The bodega called Saba next to me had a, uh, a, a pretty sweet Super Street Fighter thing. And everyone would call the guy Saba, even though that clearly wasn't his name. <laughs> oh. Yo, Saba! Give me some cigarettes, Saba! <laughs> Oh, man. Yes, Mr. Stephen. More cigarettes. <laughs> I did not. I was eight years old playing Super Street Fighter, eating way too many whatchamacallits. Well, it was a bodega in New York City. I'm sure they still sold you, sold you some cigarettes. <laughs> they didn't have a problem with it. Uh, this is where it's revealed, by the way, about the whole dead sister situation, because when these street toughs beat the shit out of children very honorably, uh, Jimmy's lunchbox breaks open, and he's, he's been carrying around this lunchbox the whole movie. He's very protective of it, and Fred Savage is like, man, I didn't know what was in that. Thought it was some deep dish. <laughs> Uh, but it's like a little girl's shoe and a bunch of pictures, and Fred Savage is like, nah, you shouldn't have done that. It's just a boy. <laughs> like, it's a little bit of a sling blade scenario. Like what he's carrying around with him the whole time. And here's a bunch of bullshit, and it's like Fred Savage continuing to be too cool for school in this movie, because Jenny Lewis is like, what's all this stuff? And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just our dead sister. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> fuck you, man. Well, he's it's clearly <laughs> just so hurt by this still. And it's like, yeah, my stupid brother didn't get over the death of our sister quick enough. Anyway, who wants to make out? And Christian Slater at the beginning of the movie is like, oh, it's been like two years, man. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> but I'm eight. Um, <laughs> two years is uh, nothing. <laughs> yes. But it's but also, as Fred Savage recounts the tale... Jimmy watched her drown. Like, yeah. he saw it happen. Don't tell him it didn't happen. <laughs> he saw it happen. Oh, uh, yeah, Jimmy saw it happen, and I was there, too, but I was too busy eating a super dog. <laughs> you know? It had whole peppers on it and a whole pickle. You get uh, a pepperoncini on a hot dog. It's great. 
<laughs> where I'm from, but I mean, the rest of my family ain't. Where else but Chicago? I mean, come on. <laughs> there is uh, I've seen it again. We're uh, on a mission from God. <laughs> the creepiest thing I imagine an adult male di- or an adult director can ever have to do is direct two children to kiss. Uh, yeah. Larry I just Clark feel like that's, loves it. I just feel like it's really <laughs> weird. Like there and. Apparently, uh, Eric, you were telling me, I'm going to throw you on the spot, uh, that this is oh, Jenny Lewis's ooh. first kiss uh, ever. She said that in some interview. See, my wife's actually a Jenny Lewis super fan of the uh, the music. Um, well, she's got good taste because Jenny Lewis makes great music. And she she had mentioned that apparently this was like her first kiss. That's really uncomfortable. So, and I, I looked, I, I poked, <laughs> this is weird, poking around for first kisses on the internet. I was <laughs> like, oh man, the cops are <laughs> on their way to my house no, right now. If you could own a Larry Clark DVD, I'm fine. <laughs> There's no Larry Clark in this house. No, I know, not you, but as in oh, the, I see. the, the, world, the, world, the yeah. world at large could bring Larry Clark home on video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bring me home on video. <laughs> that's like that's like summoning a Hellraiser in your house. <laughs> you just want to get that anniversary Blu-ray of Kids, don't you, Kids? So, I think there might be some <laughs> making conf- a movie called Kids. <laughs> oh well, oh man, they they get AIDS in the end. Somehow it's considered the seminal film of 1990s filmmaking. Kids. Well, Larry, uh, what are you, what are you doing after college? Uh, you're you're you know you're making a making a name for yourself in Hollywood. Yes, I am. I'm directing a movie called Kids. <laughs> told you. I got, that's a real told you situation. Before the movie came out, it's a real told you. It definitely is. <laughs> But apparently somewhere she had once said that it yeah. was, uh, potent- I guess, her first kiss. And uh, I, I had looked it up, and I saw there was an interview mm-hmm. in which she did say that. And I saw there was another interview, which it seems like she did not say that. And I felt really weird looking up first kisses. <laughs> <laughs> felt like a real Larry Clark. I just don't know why you needed the confirmation. I was curious. <laughs> I didn't want to say something that was inaccurate. Oh, That's fair. Heaven forbid we're inaccurate on We Hate Movies. Yeah. The internet would turn against us. See, uh, Kids. See every, uh, <laughs> it's a movie called Kids. My next one's called Bully. <laughs> Told <Dora>. you. <laughs> They're starring kids. It's written by a kid named Harmony Corinne. You know what, Larry? Maybe you don't come home for Thanksgiving next year. <laughs> you're, I, I don't want to push you out into Hollywood. You know, you're making it big. Just, you stay out there and get your work done. <laughs> I Told did you. a number on him. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get to Reno. Let's, uh, we get we to Reno. We do get to Reno. Um, this is when uh, Jenny Lewis is in all of her anniness, and she's like, I, I run Reno, man. She does. And this is like this absentee father who's taught her everything. Yeah. And it's weird, like, this is another thing that makes no sense. And I guess maybe Reno rules are different from Vegas rules, but I don't think so. These children, these children are just wandering through casinos. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's so much so that, oh, my God, was, God, tell me, was this the scene where there was, like, a child casino as well? Or my- <laughs> there's, a, there's a child holding pen where there's an arcade, but that's later. The- Oh, Which is essentially in this movie definitely a child casino. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. All right, well, we'll, we'll no, this first later. casino is where they go in and she's like, "Hey, Spanky, here's Spanky. how you play craps." <laughs> oh my God, this guy Spanky. Now you know he's 
And now this guy's been in everything, right? I forget his name. I forget but... his name. He's he is one of those dudes. He was like an ex football player who turned into acting. He's right. big. He's enormous. Uh, he the for only... some reason I want to say like Stephen McRee. I don't know if that's yes. Right. Oh, that sounds kind of so, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, only yeah. thing I remember him in specifically, like I mean, he's been he has been in everything. Uh, he played the put upon captain in National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon One. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. No, yeah, he's actually he's he's a welcome face of the '80s cinema. Yeah, um, you would have seen him and stuff. But uh, this is where Jenny Lewis gets him to gamble for them, like and like we're talking kind of high stakes. <laughs> we're talking like a pinky, maybe she like, could be she, taken away. She coaches him through playing craps to like win a bunch of money for them. Poorly, this is not casino with a fucking Morse code device on their side. <laughs> She's yelling shit across the floor, and he's like nodding, like okay. It takes them way too long to get kicked out of this casino. Yeah, they owe they they earn like over four hundred dollars, and then he gets kicked out. For gambling with kids, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Somebody's also, getting their hand broke. By the way, you get kicked. Oh yeah, you're, you're fucking. You're in around. Reno rules. First you're, of all, yeah, you're probably not getting those chips cashed out. No, Definitely they're not, not letting no. you walk out with that money. No. Also, great observation here. All the security guards that kick these this group of people out. Fantastic mullets the whole oh, lot. Of course. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You work at security in the eighties. These are a Proud bunch of mullets. A bunch of fucking diehard extras if I ever saw them. This four hundred bucks, I know we're in Reagan's America or in Bush's America, goes a long, long way. Th- this is when we get a montage because she's like, All right, I'm gonna book a hotel room without a credit card, even though we're three babies. It yeah, makes well, no sense. This is how the world used to work, man. Not everyone had a credit card. You know what, Bar? I'm not going to regulate at what age you get to rent a hotel room. Kids need places to sleep too, Bar. You know, Bar, I think um, states' rights with motels. <laughs> <laughs> not going to tell the Taj Mahal what to do, Bar. That's their business, not mine. They they rent a hotel room, and there's a montage of Jenny Lewis calling the Nintendo Power Helpline, I guess. Oh, was this a real thing? I think there must have Could been. Could you call in and be like, I'm stuck at this level. Give me some of your... I there think, were, there were I hint think lines. it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think what it a was. fucking horrible job But by the way, that $400 will not take you far in a fucking helpline, by the way. You know what I mean? Like That's gone <laughs> uh, in a minute. Please hold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a video game song, probably. Welcome to the Cory Nintendo Power Hotline. <laughs> I like things. This is four ninety nine a minute. Are you playing Zelda? <laughs> Let me put my power glove on. <laughs> oh yeah, do you hear the silicone fabric? <laughs> sure. Whatever this is made out of. <laughs> And um, the basically the kid catcher catches up with them after this montage. This montage takes forever. By the way, this guy's like, I kind of wanted to work at this Nintendo Power Hotline. I thought that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all these like co- kind of cool dudes, and, and they're like kicking up with their like Nikes at their desk, like playing video games, and be like, "Hey, man, how could I help you?" <laughs> Everybody's cubicle has their own TV and Nintendo station. I in know it. it's better than any job. <laughs> So the kid catcher catches up with them, and there's actually a really great extra in this scene. Like he's he's by the pool. Uh, Fred Savage is by the pool, and he grabs him. And there's this old man in a speedo. Oh, oh man, this! 
octogenarian in a banana hammock, by the way. Was that Larry Clark? (laughs) (laughs) Told you. And um, so he's, but he he runs into Fred Savage, but he doesn't care about Fred Savage because the bounty is on Jimmy. He's like, where's your brother? Where's your brother? I'm going to choke it out of you, you little shit. And then he sees him and he runs after him. And then Fred Savage calls for Jenny Lewis. And Jenny Lewis has the idea to scream out in a crowded casino at, like, he's, because this guy is not doing a great job. He grabs this kid violently and is, like, walking out with this and kid. It's like he's <sighs> holding him, like, by his crotch. He's, yeah, he's making a scene, yes. is the problem. If you're going to be professionally kidnapping right. children, you give them a silent. Lo- <laughs> yeah, you give him a lollipop, shuts him up, makes him, or, makes him taste something, and then. Or, because he. <laughs> I don't know why. Whoa, that. wait a second. <laughs> what? You know, you give him candy. Okay. But Just clarifying that you Steve told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> can't prove anything. Um but he does he says this later he has documentation about like from the parents like a, a custodial agreement. And like the first if I'm if I'm that guy, I'm like before I enter the casino, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, we have, a, we have an escaped child. Here's yep. our paperwork. Exactly. Paperwork first, grabbing them second. <laughs> But he's grabbing this kid, and Jenny Lewis yells out, He touched my breast! And then these guys swarm on him. It's yeah, the same be mulleted security guards oh, at right, this casino. But yeah. they take this guy out. They they drag him away. Um, I think Jenny Lewis needs to give like an official statement. Yes. I, yeah, nothing comes of this. It's like, we gotta get out of here! Well, they just kind of like shove him on his ass and be like, you do that again, buddy, you're in real trouble. It's like, um, uh, I've seen enough SVU episodes, this guy's gotta go in a database somewhere. Where? No, well, first of all, this is casino justice. So, <laughs> Well, no, wh- that's, he's gotta get his balls mashed. Where is the scene Wait, where he's getting Bo Bridges' style shovel to his throat you know what would happen here, actually? This dude's digging his own grave. Oh, nice. Is this Taking like, him out to the desert and digging your own grave. But, it, you know, some casinos, maybe this is one of them, completely outside U.S. law, right? Native American casinos. Oh, yes. Do you, th- do you think they're uh, Just murdering him? Yeah. I wish. That'd be great. I wish this movie just had a sweet casino murder Are in you going to pay us for a script? <laughs> About a Native American casino. You're shooting too high. That's three scripts this week. (laughs) We could do it. You guys are all working on spec, right? Yeah. It's like Bone Tomahawk, but it takes place in a casino. (laughs) Holy (laughs) fuck, that's awesome. All we have to do is use the Bone Tomahawk script and cross out the names. Cross out cave and write casino. It's not even Native American. It's just like monsters. <laughs> They're basically monsters in that movie. I love that movie, man. It's a good time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Putnam is not murdered. He kidnaps Jimmy again. Like, it happens twice in succession. Well, the second time is when they go to Jenny Lewis's house. Oh, and this right. is where it's... Because re- she's been spinning this yarn right. about this great life that she has and blah, 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 blah. And they pull up to this trailer out in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, Walter White's there crafting meth, <laughs> right? And Fred Savage is like, oh, hey, what's this piece of shit? Why are we here right now? And she's like, uh, this is my house. <laughs> and he's like, this is where you'd think a character with any heart and dignity in him whatsoever would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to insult your house. He's like, thought you said you lived in a nice <laughs> house. What's this piece of shit? And I'm like, man, 
Jesus. Where's that casino justice on you, Fred Savage? You, this movie would be so fine without you, Fred Savage. Just have Jimmy run away. He yeah. bumps into Jenny Lewis, sure. and the same movie happens. There's a scene in this movie where it's it's the Nintendo Power Helpline thing. Where what they're doing with that, by the way, we should mention is that. She's getting all the tips on how to beat all the games yeah. so Jimmy can practice or whatever. Sure. So she says to Fred Savage, take this notation down to Jimmy, who's, I guess, training at the casino or whatever, casino arcade. And he's like, ah, oh, God, now I got to go downstairs again. <laughs> and it's like she's on the phone going through this with this person. Your brother's downstairs practicing. You're doing nothing in this movie. He, I hate this character. Right. He's totally pointless. It's obnoxious. If you erase him, we can get a little more Christian Slater. Yeah. Right? Fuck yeah, dude. Right? Right? Maybe. Maybe. He gets into some little adventures in the town, you know? Sure. He finds a girl. Gets on a pirate radio station? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I really you just... keep bringing it back to that? Let's I have it. to really rewatch Pump Up the Volume soon or I'm going to blow. Yeah, I remember it being fun. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Steve, it turns out it's a great movie. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, though, um, at this point, I guess, uh, he ki- tries to... Jenny Lewis's house, he kidnaps him again. This is where they have the kiss, by the way. They Sorry. do have the awkward kiss. And then uh, Jenny Lewis is like, oh, no, that he got kidnapped by this guy that totally has the legal right to take him off this dangerous road trip and bring him <laughs> safely back to his parents. Um, let me call my trucker friends that are going to meet this guy out in the desert. Oh, yep. And facilitate a kidnapping, right? Because this is what this Wait, is. What? Pretty much. Is Be- it? Because the kid capture, again, has this piece of paper. <laughs> That has a signed document from this guy's parents. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I just make him eat it. <laughs> right. but, like he has legal custody of this child. Do, this do, but, but here's the thing: he? if this guy looked and acted more professional, exactly. these truckers wouldn't have a problem with it. This it's guy's like, flying off the handle, screaming at these guys. Right, th- if he was like, you know, like. I'm a private investigator with a tweed blazer. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe. I'd believe him, you know, but this guy. Oh, he Robert looks Stack like a child type? killer. He does. He's got like, uh, he's got lovely bones written all over him. <laughs> Talking about vampires. Um, but you're right, Steve. If he looked more like fucking Robert Stack, yeah. Robert Stack was always professional. Oh, yeah. Trying to solve those unsolved mysteries. Robert Stack, I'll trust, I'll trust with your kid. A missing for- child. <laughs> This just in, a child who barely speaks goes missing in Utah, saying only the words, California. Have you seen these kids? Probably hustling you out of money at an arcade. <laughs> and Call you, this tip line. UFOs were spotted in the area. <laughs> Are they related? Are they not? <laughs> Coming up next. Werewolves. <laughs> but you guessed it. <laughs> that show got off the deep end sometimes. Uh, they were clearly making anything up. It was two shows. It was two different shows right. mashed yeah, together. Mash right. one, one you're right. One of my f- most vivid memories of childhood was watching that show. Me too. And I remember one particular episode where it's just like, <laughs> Robert Stack was all like, this pool is haunted. 
like a, a backyard swimming pool? It was an indoor pool. But oh, then it was fancy like, haunting. In the reenactment, there, they showed like footsteps coming out of the pool, but it was just like little water prints of footsteps. <laughs> oh, nice. This, is like, this ghost has been known to swim at night. <laughs> But up next, a brutal child murder that <laughs> totally happened. You can't have it both ways <laughs> on some misery. You've cannot. seen that child murder or a ghost that likes to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Call it in. <laughs> but they, they, they take this guy, they, they pull him over in the desert, and they're like, you said you touched her breast? And like the idea is he got beat up or something? Yeah. Oh, he got beat up. He's got like a black eye now. And Spanky takes them into their truck, and they're like, "Spanky, you got to take us to California to the Nintendo Power Competition." He's like, "Well, I guess I I better because I'm on enough hot water already." I'm like, "Yeah, you just kidnapped a kid. <laughs> that is aiding and abetting at a kidnapping. Spanky is going to get you in a lot of hot water." Well, kids, I'm already getting the chair. Might as well take you where you need to go. <laughs> Did you hear that Spanky uh, was arrested for kidnapping a kid? Told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the, at this point, like uh, the private investigator knows where they're going. He calls their parents, and Bo Bridges also finds out from somebody else. But everyone is just like totally understanding that they're going to make it to California. Okay, they're like, "Oh, we'll cut them off at the pass." Like, right. it's dangerous for children to travel by themselves without money. Like, there's no way, there's no guarantee they're ever going to make it anywhere. Yeah. They don't know that they're with Spanky. That's, That's the just... problem. You got to get if that. If they did, they'd really get the fucking FBI wait, involved. Hold, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold the phone again. Yeah. Why is he named Spanky? Uh, good question. Yeah. Told you. Hopefully we can solve that one, too. <laughs> a known felon going by Spanky. <laughs> well, that's it. you kind of feel bad for Spanky as if Jenny Lewis is playing him because the guy is playing Spanky a little simple. Yeah, he is. He and is. it's like, uh, okay, I'll drive you to California if I can tend the rabbits once we get there. Oh, you can't <laughs> use that. That was retired on Bob Cousy night. At, uh... Oh. <laughs> <You can't> <laughs> this <laughs> guy is like the Forrest Gump of truckers. <laughs> I just kept driving. <laughs> I got, oh, no. I had to get President Reagan somewhere because I interacted with history. <laughs> Mommy, why am I in a truck? <laughs> I was also on the set of the original Teen Wolf movie because <laughs> I'm the Forrest Gump of the 80s. I auditioned to play Happy Harry hard on. <laughs> They gave it to Christian Slater, though. He's a great actor. I was only okay. I showed him my butt <laughs> again. Mommy, why am I looking at this man's butt? <laughs> and I met the president again. <laughs> Told you. Oh, whatever. They fucking get to the big dumb competition. At Universal Studios, California. They sure do. Because this movie's put out by Universal, so we're going right to their theme park. And who should be there but Lucas and his crow. Lucas is wearing this dope t-shirt that says Vision all over it. I'd wear that shirt. So cool, man. And Lucas's cronies are there, including a young, young, young Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. Who would be (laughs) Spider-Man. I can't believe it. I saw Steve. You mentioned it on Twitter, and I 
couldn't believe it. I, I, I am a man. It's a blink and you miss it. it he's is. not in the earlier scene. He's not, and I, I'm a man that prides himself on celebrity sightings in films, especially obscure ones. This may be my crown jewel. <laughs> it's your thesis. <laughs> it's all coming together. By the way, man who would be Spider-Man. How yeah. about man who would be Bobby Fischer? <laughs> in that oh, movie, no one saw. Exactly, because no one saw it. That's the joke. Oh, yeah. Hey, what was th- that called? Check thanks it. for spilling that out for everybody. Well, people need... Listen, <laughs> we're going to do some speak and spell coming up. <laughs> Speaking of the 80s. What about the Sea Biscuits? Oh, I saw that in theaters. I didn't. I still haven't seen it. It's still happening. Working at the multiplex when that movie came out, and a gentleman shit his pants in the theater. <laughs> you, we just put a garbage bag over it and called it a night. That's what you do. Do you think they... Uh, <laughs> it, and it's still there to this day. <laughs> the if you theater, have any information on the theater. The theater was knocked sh- to the ground, but Robert Stack saw the specter of the shit-covered seat. <laughs> With a shit demon ha- haunts this vacant lot. <laughs> Legend has it it was from a man who shit his pants watching Tobey Maguire in Seabiscuit. If you've seen the shit demon or <laughs> the BTK strangler. <laughs> Call into the same tip line <laughs> as we can't possibly have two. <laughs> Why aren't you shelling out for two tip lines? Next one week, for ghosts, one for real life criminals. Next week is Alf real? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> um, they get there, and you know what I appreciate the guy. I mean, it's an impossible competition. A, I don't think anyone could ever have made fifty thousand dollars playing video games back in the in the eighties. You know what I mean? Like, also, children shouldn't be standing to win fifty thousand dollars <laughs> ever. Yeah, what is that shit? Even like you know, like Kid Jeopardy, it's like ten grand tops. How about two grand to Toys R Us, and we'll call it a day? <laughs> Cash money, give me a break. <laughs> That's how you get these fucking grifters, man. That's how you fucking leave a honeypot out like that. You're going to get all sorts of grifters. You're going to get Lucas involved. Mm-hmm. I, you know what would have been great is if those old businessmen came back. Oh, man. <laughs> is, One there of them age, was is there an age limit? We don't know. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's all these little kids and a 50-year-old man playing he's, Ninja Gaiden. He's entered a contest for children. <laughs> So I've been moving right along. Actually, funny enough, when they go to the registration table, do you notice who's signing people in? Yep, I did. No. It's our friend from uh, Dungeons & Dragons and Seinfeld. (gasps) That dude. Really? That guy? That dude, he's high as shit on cocaine. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's on so much cocaine for this performance. He bought it from Tobey Maguire. (laughs) Not a true story, but could be. And what is he? He's like calling these kids munchkins or something? No, no, no. That's the fucking second pedophile of the movie. Really? Who's the host of this thing. Uh, This This guy's a little too... You know what? I kind of appreciate it. Because this guy... You know what I mean? Like, you're you're a struggling actor in the Universal Studios floor... In the Universal Studios area. Yeah. You you know, you could just... You could phone it in like, Oh, I gotta fucking host a goddamn kid video game competition. No, this guy does three rails and he's like, let's... (laughs) host this video game competition. Well, because that's what you have to do if you're working in a major theme park. Yeah, I mean, this is Universal Studios. Yeah, and this is also Los Angeles. This is the big leagues. You You can't be sleepwalking through this shit. Maybe they'll take that... Richard Donner could be in the audience. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. Or Richard Dawson. (laughs) 
That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> well, he does host a, a game show quite well. <laughs> Why isn't he kissing everyone? <laughs> I would have used more kissing. Told you. <laughs> oh, oh, Richard Dawson told you. Yeah. But speaking of told yeah. you, dude, this guy, when he's trying to get this competition going, he goes, come up here, my little beauties. <laughs> yeah. Told ya. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, dude. Wow. My skin was crawling. The trickster. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is. I mean, so like basically, uh, wouldn't you know it, both Jimmy and Lucas are in the final three with this other girl, like Maureen or something. She's like uh, got long pigtails. Apparently, The Af- gorgeous Maura Grissom, says this <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking scumbag. <laughs> Apparently, uh, African-American kids don't like video games, so why would we put them in this movie? Yeah. I was actually shocked that there was a girl on stage. <laughs> yeah, Not for nothing. It's fair. I yeah. mean, this movie actually, there's tons of instances of girls playing video games. Which is very, very true. Yeah, and I mean, not for nothing. We're in Utah for most of this movie. <laughs> but we're in California <laughs> yeah, at the right. end, at least. <laughs> in the national video game whatevers. Uh, yeah, uh, isn't it true. called Video Armageddon, I it believe? Is, yeah. Yikes, Armageddon, huh? That oh, Jimmy Wood's going to video game Armageddon? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get, take that cartridge out of his chest? <laughs> Someone take it out! <laughs> oh, God, take it, take it out! It's a Larry Clark movie. <laughs> I'll put it back. That's I'm the type of shit. That's the type of shit he would have played uh, in Videodrome on Civic TV. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. I like, oh wait, this is a little dark. Snuff films and kids. Oh, he's got a duck gun uh, gun grafted to his hand. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that would be cool. Shoots teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that should have what. That's what should have happened to Captain N, the game master. Oh, by the for way. sure. His body just like. You know, like biologically grafted itself to why, Nintendo parts. Why hasn't there been a David Cronenberg cartoon yet? <laughs> Man, I'd watch every single episode of that rapidly canceled cartoon. <laughs> all three. I'd watch all three of them. Um, that so sex th- scene with Mother Brain was something. <laughs> <laughs> they get to- King Hippo. Look out! They get to this. They get to the finale and. Yeah, the guy is like, oh, sexy, beautiful, more aggressive. And he's like playing with her pigtails. I'm like, dude, he gets hands does he to touch yourself. It? He yeah. gets he behind her and grabs both of her pigtails. No. Yeah. Oh, told you. <laughs> it's disgusting, dude. And she's just like, I'm up on stage in front of 50 people. Why are you not touching the boys? This oh God. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> so the big reveal Yikes. is that we are going to play. A debut game. Uh oh. From Nintendo America. Here it comes, I, everybody. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 3. I love Jenny Lewis's response to this about how it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> she flips out because he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, my beautiful little kids. When we come back for the final round, it's a brand new game. And she's like, brand, did he just say brand new? Fucking Fuck you, dude! <laughs> Fuck you! You're going down, you fucking scam! <laughs> fix! I guess the fix is in! The fix is in! How much did Lucas pay you, you piece of shit? You're in Lucas's back fucking pocket! <laughs> it certainly feels that way. <laughs> Steve, can you just admit that you kind of want to be friends with Lucas? I would fucking totally hang out with Lucas. You want to yeah. be Lucas. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Short answer, yes. Body swap movie. <laughs> you and him grabbing a power glove and you body swap. 
and then Lucas and Steve's body instantly commit suicide. <laughs> you would have to. Wait, I do what every week? A comedy what? <laughs> oh, fuck this. I live where? <laughs> <laughs> Most of my shirts say what? I mean, part of that's also like... Like the the body swap genre, they're both they both want to like switch back. You just be like, "Fuck you, dude!" Wait, I was taller before. <laughs> I was thirteen years old and I was taller. Oh, oh, actually, that's the twist. Steve in Lucas's body would kill Lucas in Steve's oh, body. Oh, that would be right. amazing. Killing Why does that ever happen in a body swap movie? That's yeah. a great question. That is a good question. That just needs to happen. Like you think it's a body swap movie, but then the person, <laughs> the one person, like the evil person, is like. Oh, we body swap? Neck break. And then it's just a completely different movie. <laughs> I'm into yeah. that idea. <laughs> well, I, I like it a lot. Uh, so we're playing that's Mario kind of a 3. Chucky movie, though, right? That's kind, that of, is the, kind of a <laughs> Chucky movie. Um, <laughs> so we're playing Mario. Um, Jenny Lewis is offering a lot of bad advice. Or like... Don't backseat drive me when I'm playing fucking Mario. She's like, get the star. No, you want the mushroom. No, jump on its head. It's like, I fucking know what Mario is, lady. Yeah, you know she's what lucky is. that this kid's a mute because he'd be turning around <laughs> telling her to shut up. Because, listen, now Mario 3 is a great game. Yeah. But if you played Mario 1 and Mario 2, you get the physics <laughs> of the world. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's this thing about like, oh, he needs to... This part I didn't get, and maybe this is a video game thing. But I'm not, I'm not super duper familiar with Mario three, like one and two, and then I jumped to Super Super Mario. I like Mario three. Oh, I was, pardon me. I was big in three, man. I loved three. So three let's. What, what, what's the question here? Question is, the idea that the flute would get you that much more points. Like he's like, oh, well, if you get the flute, he if he gets the flute, then that's kind of like the the, the get of the thing. Sure, is you get the, the flute. I, I think the thing is like. Like he he died a couple times because the the stakes are raising. Like oh my god, is he gonna is he gonna beat this video game competition? Lucas is doing fucking great. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, he's doing phenomenal. But the flute lets you skip ahead to different levels, so he just skips over some of these people. Oh, I see. And then also right. like um, I guess maybe the later levels have more points in, in see, play. See, again, that's the thing. I, I don't know. What I have ambiguous. never given a shit about points in a Mario game, I so I don't know. I have no idea either, but. Tweet he's, at us. Why don't you tweet us about that? I think the idea is like... <laughs> yeah, I won't mute you for that. That's fine. He's getting closer to the end of the game quicker. Mm. And I don't know if that... I, I, don't, I don't know if there's a Wade. Is it like super delegates? I don't know. <laughs> I think there might be super delegates I think it's, it's not until you get to World 8 and you beat Bowser's Castle that those people get to decide how many points you get. No, and then Lucas, Lucas went to Cleveland in a contested convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so by this point, where when Jimmy's playing, everybody comes in at the end of this yeah. movie. It's like the goodbyes at SNL. Like, <laughs> like everybody's here, including this pervert man. And like he's he, been thwarted like forty eight times in the interim, which we don't need to get into because it takes forever. Yeah, and this is what I hate so much about this. Uh, there's this whole thing in in movies like this where like. No matter how repugnant the the villain is towards kids and whatnot, by the end of the movie, he's just kind of reduced to, like, a doofus. Yeah. Like, there's no point when credits roll where this guy's, like, punched out by Bo Bridges or, you know, he's taken into custody or anything like that. You You need need that. This guy's just like, oh, hey, I know that guy. And it's supposed to be cute. Yeah. And the mother, like, tells him, like, because he goes up to the mother and he's like, oh, hey there, I uh, 
found your kid, Mrs. Woods. He's right up there. So I still get paid. We still have a deal, right? And she's like, shut up. That's it. That's the big talking to that the villain of the movie gets. Sure. I mean, and he wins. He wins. Of course he wins. And then on the way back, on the way back, um, he's been talking California, blah, blah, blah. They see uh, a tourist trap with a big dinosaur. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy, again, because this kid is not, like, I'm sorry, you have a kid that has a propensity to run away. Child locks. How about that? It was 89. Were we playing that game yet? Wait, uh, you're talking about shackles? <laughs> to, no, on to a, put on their arms on and legs? On a car. Ooh, okay. I mean, he, they must have, because like cop cars have had them forever. Yeah. He, he runs out of, the, he runs out of the, the car, runs into this dinosaur, and then like Fred Savage, because he's been the main character of this movie, question mark. What a fucking joke. He comes out, and he's like, Jimmy, what are you doing? You just won 50000 bucks. By the way, I get 88% of that. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's, he's definitely the kind of person that would rip off his mentally disabled brother. But um, <laughs> apparently the, the idea was in this lunchbox, he wanted, to p- he wanted to basically put his sister to rest, or the memory right. of his sister to rest, inside this large dinosaur because they used to love it. And then they, everyone- went there, they went there. It's very important. As a united family yeah, on a vacation. Before everything went south. They've got the Polaroid of everybody, Christian Slater included. He put up with the stupid tourist trap vacation. And the best part is, like, they, they're all like, oh, it's sweet. But I mean, like, this is a dead little girl with, like, maybe 12 <laughs> pictures of her, and you're leaving three inside this dinosaur, which is just going to get thrown out tomorrow? Yeah. Like, Listen, maybe you want to hold on to them well, pictures. Well, it's closure for Jimmy. This well, scene, and I don't know. I felt like the Grinch at the end of the Grinch, man. Oh, your heart grew? Oh, no. This scene <laughs> devastated me. Did it really? And this, today? Today, when I finished watching this movie. Wow. And I was like thinking about it. I'm like, man, you know what this movie doesn't need is dead kids. <laughs> no. Because it also doesn't need a dead kid memorial. And I just watched some kid play Mario 3. And does Bo Bridges just adopt Jenny Lewis? I think... I think there's kind of some presumed child adoption well, there. The biggest piece of bullshit is the mother, who is barely a character, and it's a, practically a Disney movie because everybody hates her. She's just like, after Jimmy's like, oh, it's been so great. She's like, oh, well, you know what? Just take him. You know what? Bye-bye, well, bye, custody. No. I'm a garbage person. Here's, here's the <laughs> no, My Steve. planet needs me. <laughs> Steve, disagree. I think this is what it is, and it, it will strike to the core oh, of, of We Hate Movies complaint departments. Uh-huh. What's going on here is that she tells Bo Bridges to take everybody in one car uh-huh. so she can break it off with this dude <gasps> because this divorce <gasps> oh. didn't stick. You know, oh. Family reunited, man. That's the way I read it. I don't know, man. That sounds like a fan theory to me. <laughs> <laughs> fan theories from The Wizard. <laughs> when Fred Savage left home with Jimmy, they, they both died <laughs> they in their the first time. encounter. Oh, shit. And then, yeah. This no, is I mean, you, you may be right. I uh, feel like it was, a, I got to get Sam McMurray in this car alone because he's been a dickhead the whole movie. Sure. And I'm going to dump his ass and wow. then I'm going to move back in. Now, also, because we have a replacement daughter. So yeah. now is Jenny Lewis like friends only with Fred Savage or is like, I'm your sister and your lover? You know, like, is there... <laughs> I don't think anyone's lovers. <laughs> Notice I hesitated on the word lover. Though. I do think that they're adopting her, though. You got to replace that kid, man. And like her dad, I guess, is dead. I mean, at this point. <laughs> well, also, 
It's awesome because when they go to her trailer, like she's talking about the dad nonstop. He's giving Jack Nicholson a ride somewhere. <laughs> she says that the mom put that again. This is a Disney movie. Mothers are terrible. The mom put them in that trailer because she's a degenerate gambler. Yep. She's like, you want to know how I learned how to play craps like that? Because my mom's a fucking degenerate right. gambler and they, she ruined the family. They say that she's a showgirl, too. Yeah. No, that's what she says at first, yeah. and it's a cover story. Oh, because she's but a degenerate it, gambler. It, there's also a weird line of like, oh, she, my mother has great legs. Don't I, too? I, I have her legs, don't you think? And Fred Savage is like, I'm in a movie. <laughs> Fred Savage. It looks like a couple of super dogs. <laughs> I hate this character so much. And you know what? This uh-huh. is just the same character from Vice Versa. Yep. Yes. From My Little Monster. Oh, from uh, fucking Little movie- Monsters. Oh, Little Monsters. Excuse me. The movie's me. over, but when I was getting at before, <laughs> yeah. the movie... Stay through the credits. I got something. <laughs> Ooh, a stinger scene. Here comes Thanos. <laughs> Oh shit! Does Jimmy inherit the, the Infinity Gauntlet? I think so. Yeah, the the Infinity Power Glove. But oh, man, Lucas was Thanos the whole time. Oh shit! What a twist! Fan theory. But um, told you what I was getting at before about the chi- the child casino, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is just you know an arcade and whatever. Sure. And at one point, Fred Savage snaps his fingers and is like, "Hey, babe." And it's a it's a child, it's yes, a female yes. child selling like fucking candy cigarettes and shit. It's, it's so weird. There's I totally bizarre. noticed that. I completely forgot it's about weird it. as anything. There it's are children like, working at this casino. Fred Savage trying to be like a big man, like hey babe, hey babe. It's like good god, you know that's what he was like off screen. I'm sorry. <laughs> But you know that that kid thought he was king shit for years. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he got whatever he wanted. And I mean, whatever. (laughs) Right, Steve? I agree. Good. How is it that Lucas doesn't get any comeuppance? There's not even a scene where it's like, good game, Jimmy. He kind of like looks a little flustered at the end. Like he knows he's not hot shit. And he probably loses at least two cronies in this whole I want one of his cronies. You think Tobey Maguire walked after that loss? (laughs) Oh, definitely. But I think he calls one of his cronies Dork Lips or something. Oh, does he? He's like, hey, dork, dork Lips? He's like, Dork Lips, give me a cold drink. Oh, did he I say I would that? love to see a cold drink poured on his head. Oh, he's right? Yeah. That's yeah. orange soda, man. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Gamer's drink of choice. Actually, yeah, before the advent of Red Bull, I bet it was. Yeah. Or uh, Code Red. <laughs> yeah, Code Red for sure. Yeah. Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? No. I mean, it's kind of fun to watch the old video game footage. I do despise Fred Savage. I think the tone of this movie is absolutely every which way but loose, unfortunately. Like, there's a, probably a fun-ish movie about little kid gamers and blah, blah, blah. It's just yeah. not this movie at all. I say check it out. Okay. I, you know, I, I hadn't seen this in so long. So it was a little trip down memory lane. And it was it's 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 dumb. <laughs> well, sure, it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, but you know, it has an okay pace. Yeah, I think it's a soft recommend for me. This hey, movie, Eric, told you, <laughs> it uh, you know invoked a lot of that eighties nostalgia. Sure. The score to this movie's awesome. Not the soundtrack necessarily, no. although there are some good songs. On Send here. me an angel is on this song as well. Yeah, as well, sure from is. Teen Wolf Two. 
Uh, but no, just like this score is like ultra 80s, sure. like pop score. That alone, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm in for it. Actually, I think if you can just ignore all the weird dead kid stuff, <laughs> this is kind of a solid hangover movie. Okay. Right. Because yeah. it's just like scene to scene to scene of them doing shit, and I do despise Fred Savage, but otherwise, I don't know. You're in for it? All right. <laughs> just a light wreck. Just a light wreck. By the way, final question. Did anyone subscribe to Nintendo Power? No. Yes. Did you? I did, and I remember one distinct memory. Oh, please. Ooh. And I forget what it was. It was probably RoboCop 3 or something. <laughs> but there was like a thing in there that was like, hey, we're raffling off of OCP cop car. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a full-size car? Yes. Holy shit. And I was like, you bet your ass I'm entering that. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? So then, I, you know, every day I went home with my hat in my hand being like, ah, oh, God, nothing, nothing from the OCP yet. <laughs> and eventually I saw, like, the story in there of the kid who got it. And, you know, they took off the lights off the top to make it more street legal. Yeah. So it was just like, it was like a, like a matte black, like, sedan with the OCP, the, the OCPD logo on the side. And I was like, fuck. That kid got it. Look, looked like a total Lucas too. Yeah, the rich get richer. <laughs> yeah, I was the fix is in. <laughs> That's the wizard from 1989, directed by Todd Holland. If you want more information about We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/wehatemovies, or like or, or or follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. You know what? I'd like some uh, video game stories. Yes. If you're playing old school video games. Totally. I know some of you must have shit right. your pants playing video We're games. Also- <laughs> well, hopefully, let's, let's have a moratorium on pooping stories. <laughs> Arcade life is Ooh. fascinating. Totally. Do you, yeah. you ever hustle anybody for some game money? I oh. want to hear about video game gambling. Definitely. And also, did you ever rate and review uh, We Hate Movies on iTunes or wherever you download the <laughs> Show. Oh, that's a good idea. I really want to drive that home because it matters, guys. We're getting sunk out there. We're getting sunk. I'm, you know, I'll be honest. We need your help. How are we getting sunk? We're not. I just want them to review the show. Oh, gotcha. It, yeah, it'll it'll help increase the profile of the show. Oh, actually, did you know, Eric, that every time you rate and review the show, you get a fan uh, picture of Lucas mailed to you? <laughs> Told you. <laughs> That's the equivalent of an angel getting its wings. <laughs> as far as Steve's concerned, Steve and Larry Clark's Lucas fan club. So next week, we're going back to somebody uh, we love to hate. That's right. It's Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector, the only movie that has the actor's name in the title. <laughs> Not the only, but my God, why but did you need it? It might be the only movie that has two professions in the title. <laughs> That is true. So you got Larry the Cable Guy. You got Tom Wilson from Back to the Future in that movie. Uh And uh, also next week, a uh, little story about me and Chris Cabin trying to watch this movie. Ooh, I like that idea. That's right. So next week, Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 